Yo, what's going on, world? Welcome back to the Big Mouth Podcast. I am your esteemed host, the well-known unknown, Troy Bailey. And I told you on the last episode that I would have some more guests in the future, and I did not want to disappoint. I have a... I'm going to say a friend slash colleague who I've... Uh, yeah, he's giving himself the, the finger. Like, yeah, he, he's doing some self-promotion right now that unfortunately... <laughs> We can't we can't see, so you just have to listen to the the uh, the, the movements that he's making. He's a, yeah, he's because he's also an artist. He's a teacher, but he's also an artist. Um, Mr. Kieran Tittle, who is someone that I work with. I think I've mentioned this before in other places at um, a very special place that we kind of hold near and dear to our hearts. Um, and he's this is. You've been, it's been over a year. Yeah, it's been well over a year since you've been there, has it? Uh, it's been about, it's almost, it's coming up on two years since I started volunteering there. It's been about Damn. a year and a half since I started working there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. A year and a half since you started working? Started January 2nd, 2020. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that was two months, we were just talking about this, two months before the pandemic. You came in, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. <laughs> <laughs> And then, gung-ho and, yeah. and then he got shipped to Nam in month three. <laughs> then I found myself in the kitchen making food and I was like What the fuck? I was gonna ask you, is there a profanity on this podcast? Absolutely, that man. Let great. it fly, man. Yeah. Let I was it fly. like, what the fuck's going on? But <laughs> they still had fun in a weird kind of way. We just made yeah. I it was. It was in a weird way we still had fun. Like every day. Just just racing to dump food into plastic containers and winning pretty much every day we we kind of were we had a little well actually i can't say we because i was like the boxer i was boxing all the stuff but i supported team mustard seed so absolutely and it was great too because we uh we kind of outnumbered everybody else, so they couldn't really keep us in line. We, we kind of just took over, for better or for worse. Yeah, we kind of was like the inmates taking over the asylum, so to speak, but we weren't the inmates. We were, I don't know, we were the volunteers. Yeah. We came from the outside, and we, yeah, we were like the... We said, this is how it's going to be now. This is how it's going to be. We're going to listen to music at an unreasonable volume, <laughs> and we're going to... We're going to yell. Yes. We definitely did a lot of, we were making a lot of noise. There might have been one member of the kitchen staff who I won't name that didn't have as much fun with it as everyone else, but. (laughs) Just one? (laughs) Well, one specifically that I'm thinking of. I think we, we were a little, uh, yeah, let's be, let's call it what it is. We were a little obnoxious in there certain days. Yeah, but you know what? They needed that. They did need it. They needed an injection of our, our uh, obnoxious nature. Yeah, you know. It's it, we were being a little extra hospitable, but it was a great time. Um, but yeah, uh, we we had that experience, but we came out, and that's why like it's hard to. I think a lot of us at at the school kind of we forget when you actually started because you did start off as a volunteer and you were, you know, you were, and I think when you were volunteering, you were only there one day a week. Two I was days? there Wednesdays. Yeah, it was on Wednesdays. Yeah. yeah, but. You know, you made enough of an impression to where we were really familiar with you, and you know, we were like, well, "It was my footwear." It, it was the footwear. <laughs> That's another. God, we can do a whole another episode on that. <laughs> we, 
You had a very good. I was very. I was personally very impressed by your shoe game. Like. Well, then I feel like I let you down because you thought that I was a shoe connoisseur, and really I was. I was. I was showing my hand way too early. Well, <laughs> but I just was like, I didn't. Yeah, maybe you didn't have a ton of them, but the ones that you did have, I was like, I like those. Where'd you get them from? Still kind of like. You know, I don't want to be the, I don't, I just don't, I try to avoid being that guy that's like, you know, where you get those shoes? And then the next week you got those same pair of shoes at that. Cause I would, we were in elementary school. I, I, hey, you come to school. And I wasn't really that big. We couldn't really afford the nicest shoes in elementary school. So when I would come around with a nice pair of shoes and somebody else would go out and get them like, and I knew that their family made more money than mine. Yeah. So I'm like, you could have got Jordans. Why are you getting my <laughs> my, my discount Reeboks that are that are you know very stylish and I'm trying to make them make them look good with my outfits and he goes and gets anyway. <laughs> well, I just yeah. want to make a quick plug. I stock up at the Folsom Outlet Mall. Hey, yeah. So that's yeah. That's where I've been. It's been so long. I don't like shopping. I really don't. I don't like shopping for clothes. I can't believe malls are still a thing. I, because yeah. and there, I've I've heard for years that malls are supposed to be going extinct, and every time I go, there's a shitload of people. Yeah, uh, and it's it's a nightmare. Why would anyone go to a fucking mall? <laughs> it, it's a it's a social gathering. It's almost like going to the park. Yeah, right? but it's inside this weird sterile environment, and I yeah. smells like churros. <laughs> <laughs> It really is. Well, depending on what time of day or what part of the mall that you're at, yeah, churros and, and leather and, and perfume samples. Literally the only store I ever go in anymore is Lids. I'll go yeah. into Lids at the Arden Mall. Yeah. I'll go straight there, straight back out, look at nothing else, make no <laughs> eye contact with anybody. I don't even like going to Lids anymore just because it's like... Yeah, sometimes I'll go in the mall. I don't want to interact with people. I just want to yeah. I know what I want, and I'm getting the heck out. Even at Lids sometimes. Hey, what's up, man? Oh, They're very those, friendly. Though. They're very friendly, yeah. <laughs> that's why I feel like a dick sometimes. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're so like, nice. What, what can we stitch on your hat today? <laughs> yeah. Fucking nothing. Nothing. Got fucking shit to do. Because there's a rack of of snapbacks that are on sale for 20. I don't care. I didn't come here for the snapbacks. I want the fucking fitteds. Those Boston's, those, uh, do we have some Celtics hats, NBA hat? Motherfucker, I want a baseball hat. Well, tell me about discount. I don't even care. I'm a 49er fan, but I'll get a 49er or a baseball hat before I get a 49er hat. And now they have every baseball hat in every color imaginable. You can oh, get like man. a fucking Yankees hat and like neon gold. It's like, where, nothing's, nothing's fucking sacred anymore. Although I did have my eye on a, on a, on a brown Yankees hat because I love brown hats. Mm-hmm. Like the Padres hats, I love that look. Mm-hmm. I was gonna buy a brown Yankees hat, but uh, they haven't had it in stock for a while, which is really bumming me out. You can go on Amazon. They're pretty hard to find. I, I, I think I went on Amazon. I went on eBay, but it's so bad right now. Like I, I've actually done online shopping way too much for comfort lately, because I'm coming across these 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 printed T-shirts. That are like they have like Marvel and straight nerd fanboy shit. Yeah. And I've been like collecting them this summer because I go online and I think the algorithms on social media know that I'm one of those fucking you know. I'm a impulse buyer. Oh uh, well, when it, I'm really not though, but they like I swear I'm if I go on Facebook like if I go on my Facebook right now, 
I guarantee in a few scrolls, there'll be an ad for like this shirt, like a Batman shirt or a Marvel. They just, and it'll be like 20% off. So the fucking shirt will be like eight bucks. Yeah. You know, and it's like a never before. I've never seen a shirt like that. And it keeps haunting you until you finally buy it. It keeps cutting you. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's what I go, man, eh, not this time. And then three days later after seeing it, I'm like, ugh. Well, that- I, I've been being stalked by, um, you know that uh, in the first Star Wars, when they make the attack uh, on the Death Star, <laughs> there's the hefty gentleman piloting one of the, the X-Wings with the beard. Yes, I saw that one, Stop too. Gentleman. He, uh, he's just on a certain, it just says Star Wars and then it's his face on it. And it's, I've been seeing it for like two months and finally the other day I'm like, I just have to pull the trigger. You gotta get it. <laughs> it's cause of, and it's when you see the obscure shit. Yeah. I, I got The like, stuff I know that not, that I'm gonna be the only one who's interested yeah. in. Yeah. If you, if you wear that shit just to work, I'll probably be the only <laughs> asshole that'd be like, yeah. what? Where'd you get that from? <laughs> I really am. Look, I got like a, I got like a WrestleMania six t shirt from Target, <laughs> and what's hilarious is that I bought, I saw the shirt at Target, and I was like, it had Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, Big Boss Man, Randy said it had a bunch of like pretty much every major art. You know what's sad is that on that shirt, I think the only per Brett the Hitman Hart was on it. I think he's the only one that's living. I believe it. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior, Randy Set, they're all, you know, so I looked at it and I was like, fuck, man. I'm getting this shirt, but I, it's kind of heartbreaking to look at. And then last night, I saw someone with that same fucking shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucking. But, it, you know, it's Target. So, you know, that's kind of fair game. They all got their little printed t-shirt section. And that's like the most that I've spent on a shirt. It was like $13. One horrifying thing that I learned was, um, I don't know if you've been to Costco recently, but they've had um, these three packs of Hurley t-shirts. No. You know, no. I, I, well, wait, I've heard of the little, yeah, the little clothing section. So they've yeah. had these three packs of Hurley shirts. So when I was growing up, Hurley was really cool. Mm. So I'm like, oh, they're cheap. They're three for, you know, what, like 12 bucks or something? Yeah, yeah I'm going to stock up. <laughs> and all I've seen are like, I mean, I'm going to try to be diplomatic, but, like, just, like, <laughs> the dorkiest-looking people wearing them, and, and, and I, and, um, my wife was, like, like, yeah, it's just, like, it's just, like, these, like, middle-aged, like, kind of, she explained it to me, it's, like, the people who are buying it, like, Oh, like weren't into Hurley when it was cool, but they see it at Costco, so now they're like taking they're over the to, brand. Try, and and now I feel back. weird when because they fit so well. I want to wear them, but now I'm like shit. Now <laughs> now I look like fucking. Uh, I don't know. I look, like, yeah. You look like you're 20 years older than you are. It's I don't even know that they're older than me. They're just like I don't know. Hurley. They're, they're not who I would imagine wearing a Hurley shirt, but but yeah. I'm to, but at the same time I'm like. I'm just being an asshole. They have a right to wear it, but, but I don't know. Uh, I well, Costco is like they're trying to. It's almost like they try to bring back back like brands that. Oh, like uh, Hang Ten is really big there. Yeah, I've seen that. I got one of those. I'm sure I'll find out that Hang Ten is only worn by like accountants now. Or <laughs> 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 On their off days, yeah. they just want to get home. Take off the button up, put on a hang-ten shirt. Hang-ten shirt. 
Well, when I'm good now, we're ready to start unwinding. Yeah. It's like it's like the old trope about uh, you know. I remember. I don't know if you ever. Uh, if you listen to George Carlin stuff, yeah. he had this old old routine about uh, how Harley Davidson as a brand used to mean something. And now it's all <laughs> stockbrokers and dentists. <laughs> like, it really is like. Uh, did you ever? Oh gosh, you remember the um, the Ed Hardy era? Oh yeah. Uh, the trucker hats. The, I, oh, the the only thing I think of when I think of that era is Ashton Kutcher. That's like the first. Was thing. he the one that was? Yeah, because he because they he had always the, wore the trucker hat. Or maybe that was Von Dutch. I don't fucking know. I think it was Von Dutch actually. The Ed Hardy was the fucking. I I think Ed Hardy was like a tattoo artist. I, I think I don't know. I could be wrong. I know there were Ed Hardy hats though. I know that I I saw those. Dude, that was like maybe it might have been a West Coast thing because you would see guys like if you went anywhere at nighttime chances are you're gonna see a guy wearing a tight ed hardy shirt they were jeans and they wear fucking i don't know what kind of shoes or it was so the opposite of what i was wearing during that time and i would just go i'd look at these guys and go holy shit what what is this what is going on what and i just but i never felt left out i was just like i'm i can't get away with wearing that shit Without feeling some type of way, or with one of my friends saying something, or and but I had friends that would wear some of that shit, and I'm like, yeah, I, I couldn't, I I don't know, it, I'm very just, I, I don't care, I'm I'll be plain, I, I'll throw on plain t-shirts every day, but now I'm like feeling, oh, I'm totally into like no no things on my shirt unless it's like a sports team, like I'm not, yeah, like, yeah, um, I used to be very expressive. <laughs> I'll still wear band shirts every now and then, but now I, I've come to the point in my life where I don't want people to know anything about me. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be like, when, when I was a teenager, I want everybody to know that yeah. I, I'm into the Dead Kennedys. Yeah. I'm, very, I'm very hip, but now I'm like, I don't want anyone to know anything about me. I don't even want I don't want to be stopped. No. I don't, I don't want to be like, nice shirt. No, I just... No. That was my reservation when it came to buying the printed t-shirts was like... As much as I like these t-shirts, there's a part of me that kind of doesn't want anyone to say anything about my shirts. Yeah. I kind of want to be left alone about it. I just want to enjoy them in my head. I had a big moment of uh, maturity. Um, I wanted to make a custom shirt for so long just to fuck with people. Because I don't even believe... I mean, I do think the superhero movie market is, you know overexposed and whatnot now but, oh it definitely is but just yeah. to fuck with people i wanted to print up a t-shirt that said superheroes are for children <laughs> but before i could i'm like i for the first time in my life i'm like you know what whatever makes them happy <laughs> what do i care you were content you like you know i'm like yeah does it piss me off that like every goddamn movie in the fucking universe is a fucking marvel thing yeah <laughs> but you know what whatever i have to pick my battles <laughs> Time to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta laugh at that just because I am a Marvel fan, but you're right. It's like it's starting to become a little watered over down. Oversaturation. It definitely just... is starting to become oversaturated. Not becoming, it is. I Be mean, superhero movies used to be like a treat. Yeah. Like when Spider Man first came out, everybody was like, and would forget it when the first Batman came out in the in '89. In '89, that was a the... fucking people were uh, losing their minds that there was actually going to be a Batman. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because Superman came out, what, over 10 years before Batman, and that was it. There was no other superhero anything. If you wanted superhero content, it was the comic books, TV. Like, there was, you know, Batman TV show, but that's true. Now, it's like a few times a year there's a superhero movie. So, like, 
like just over the past month or so, it was like what three superhero movies that came out. Black, well, I've seen two of them, I think. Black Widow, The Suicide Squad. I feel like I'm leaving out another one. Yeah. And I'm like, and they're not all good. Some of them suck. Like, I mean, I, 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 and this is not by design. I've fallen asleep at the first Avengers movie because I didn't, oh, I didn't know the characters. I'm sure yeah. it was a great movie. My friend assured me, like, no, 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 you'll still like it. No, no, no. <laughs> it's either your thing or it isn't your thing. I fell asleep. I fell asleep for half of Batman versus Superman. Yeah. I, and yeah. I fell asleep for Wonder Woman, which got great reviews, and it looked like it was fine, but <laughs> I had no investment in the characters, so. God, Batman v Superman was. I've tried to watch that movie and try to find some enjoyment Trey, in it. Did you know both their moms' names were Martha? Martha. Oh. <laughs> what a reveal! Oh, fuck! Oh, what is wait this? a minute! I didn't know that until now. I was like, "What the fuck is like, going?" Like that's like yeah, that's the 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 um. That's, that was that's that was a smoking gun. That's gonna fucking. That was the twist. This is a twist. This is how Batman. This is how the Justice League was formed. They found out their mothers had the same name, and they were. Well, one actually was killed. The other one almost died. Yeah. You know, one is a fucking alien. The other guy's a billionaire. There's no reason. Why wouldn't these guys link up? Because oh, their mom's name is Martha. Okay. Right. And don't forget Jesse Eisenberg's Sterling performance. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, I'm we're gonna good. take everything you like about Lex Luthor. We're gonna we're gonna shelve it. We're just gonna yeah. <laughs> we're nah, just gonna get nah, this bratty. Nah. Kid. We're gonna get the, we're gonna get Mark Zuckerberg in here to and then shave his head at the end and make it seem like he's yeah. no. This is Lex Luthor. No, this, I don't know who this guy is. You know, say what you will about um, the uh, the failed Superman reboot in '06, and obviously Kevin Spacey's oh. not uh, exactly in vogue right now. But uh. at least he looked like. Lex Luthor? He definitely was. Like Lex Luthor. Yeah. He was definitely a better Lex Luthor than. Because, the he, was Lex, one. because he was Lex Luthor. Jesse well, Eisenberg was like a whole thing. should have just made him a different character. Yeah, but Gene Hackman, if we're really trying to bring out Lex Luthor, Gene Hackman in the original Superman, best overall. In live action, he's the best. They remember, yeah. remember Small. Did you ever watch Smallville or hear of Smallville? Uh, I've episodes here and there but I never watched it I, I never really watched it either just because of, I don't know I think it because it was on the CW and I was just like not into anything that was on CW at one time or ever but the guy that played Lex Luthor on that I'd see like clips and I forget the guy's name he's actually kind of a talented actor um, well he was a young guy because they he was supposedly young. went to school of course they went to school they went to school together <laughs> like that was you know I think with the newer Supermans, and I know we're, we're now this is turning into a movie thing. <laughs> whatever. We're, we're, whatever. But we'll get to the topic. But <laughs> the newer Supermans, I didn't mind Man of Steel. Miss Leanna and I were talking about, like, I, I liked Man of Steel. The problem was is that that was when they could have introduced Lex Luthor. They didn't, he didn't come up until Batman v Superman. I think that's what fucked it up. Yeah. I think they could have built that character up more. And just not have Jesse Eisen or whatever Jesse Eisen, whatever he was doing, don't do that. Do something else. Like he's actually not a bad actor. Like yeah. that's why I was like, every time he was on screen, I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? What is he? He's fucking up everything. I chuck it up to like the Heath Ledger performance because everybody oh, wants to create yeah. some unique like yeah. take on like the villain. Yeah. And the only one who pulled it off after Heath Ledger was Joaquin Phoenix, I think. Joker. Yeah, he did. I finally saw that too. Um, not too long ago. It was good. It was. 
a little uncomfortable to watch certain that, scenes. That scene in the apartment when like he gouges the guy's eyes oh, out, yeah. and then the his little friend is like, you don't know if he's gonna kill him. Yeah, that's a scene. He, right yeah, there. that was intense. That was intense because you really were like, Jesus, this guy is like he can literally like he went from just being very timid and docile and just to like, Jesus, he can kill both of these guys with his bare hands. Like you can believe it. Want to hear a joke, Marvin? Yeah. <laughs> what do you call? <laughs> like, yeah, that was that was intense. And then he just sat there, just shaking, and just kind of like, just staring at the audience, and just like, God, he just killed Robert De Niro, man. This guy, he doesn't care. <laughs> Look at him. I thought the ending of that was kind of like, eh. Tired right. with uh, well, the Wayans or no? Just at the end of it, when he he got into the car accident, and he gets out of the car and. Everyone's kind of cheering him on. Oh, yeah. He's like standing on top and he's waving and everyone. And then it fades to black. And I was like, "Well, there's a whole theory yeah. that maybe that was like in his imagination or something." Yeah. But... Which, if that was the case, then I don't know if there was there an after credit scene. I don't remember. I don't. I don't think that's a really an after credit movie. I no. Mean, I mean, it was it was very un. It wasn't like any other superhero movie I've seen. Yeah. I mean, or supervillain movie I've ever seen. No. Which is part of the reason I like that. I mean, it's, you know, it's uh, Scorsese-fied. And uh, it's, yeah. and it's you know, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, uh, King of Comedy. with. Uh, yeah, that's what it was uh, with yeah. De Niro. So, yeah, yeah. And, you know, De Niro in that movie plays a character closer to what Joaquin Phoenix is. Right. So it was kind of cool. I think that's why they cast De Niro. So right. Yeah, come dude. full circle like that, but... Because he played the, he was somewhat of the protagonist in King of Comedy. Yeah, I mean, he was basically like a delusional comedian who dreamed of being on a late night show. I think he ends up kidnapping Jerry Lewis or something. It's a whole thing. Oh, Jerry Lewis was the talk show host, wasn't he? Yeah, Yeah. that's right. Yeah, it's been years since I, I, I don't think I saw that movie all the way through. But I do remember parts of it. And I do remember... It was weird watching the Joker. I was kind of like, I feel like I've seen the movie before, but it was still like, it was still one of those on the edge of your seat. Yeah. Movies. Well, there was yeah, and there was definitely they, they even said they they it, the whole movie was kind of an homage to like yeah. that era. And yeah. uh, my favorite scene in King of Comedy is he's like in his basement, um, pretending to be on a talk show, and he has like the whole like. Uh, set laid out and stuff, and his, his, his mom's like, Why are the lights on? He's like, Mom! <laughs> Doing something! No, that's a. Uh, Which also reminds me of Will Ferrell and Wedding Crash. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. The Meatloaf! The Meatloaf! I never uh, know what she's doing in there. <laughs> Mom, the damn Meatloaf! Fuck! <laughs> I don't know why. My girlfriend hates Will Ferrell. He's an acquired taste, I think. Man. Really? I, I mean, it's not like I've loved everything he's ever been in, but his body of work is undeniable. Yeah, like, come on. Uh, Talladega Nights is Elf, stupid. Anchorman. Yeah, they were stupid, but they were hilarious in its own right. Anchorman. Step Brothers? Like, Step Brothers, I can watch on loop for the rest of the oh. <laughs> it, it made John. I don't care. John C. Riley was in. A, yeah, didn't he have like a couple of Academy Awards before that movie came out? He was nominated for something. Boogie, because he was in Boogie Nights. He was in. Uh, dude, you know what movie John C. Riley was in that a lot of people forget about? Uh, King of New York. I never saw King of New York. Ooh, with uh, Scorsese. Oh, with, Gangs of New York. Gangs of New York. Sorry, my bad. 
Gangs in New York. Yeah. John C. Riley. He was a cop. He was an Irish cop. Gets hanged. Who gets oh, brutal. Or something. Something happens. Something he, he get, happens. Oh, are we spoiler alert? Is it fucking? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's a big enough character in that movie. No, nah, he wasn't. But, well, because he wasn't John C. Riley at yeah. that moment in time. He was like a you know a, a co-star more of. And I don't even think Leonardo DiCaprio had really made it to the the star of that movie was Daniel Day Lewis. He was totally... I, mean, well, Leo, I mean, Leo, that was post-Titanic, so he was... Was it? Yeah. That was 02, I think. Titanic was 97. Oh, okay. So, yeah, a, he was huge back then. Yeah. I have a disturbing knowledge of what year's movies. No. <laughs> Titanic, jeez. 97, huh? I know that because I saw it like 10 times. Oof. Everybody saw it for their birthday. <sighs> I saw it for my birthday. <sighs> hey, I mean, not to say it's a bad movie. But goddamn, you want to talk about oversaturation of, of Leonardo DiCaprio and just that movie. And, just, and I'm like, that movie was... F- fuck Justice League uh, Snyder Cut. That movie was damn near... four. It was over four hours long, wasn't it? Uh, Probably like three and a half. It yeah. was up there, man. Like, Wait, I don't know if you... Did you ever have it on VHS? Hell no. <laughs> Titanic? No. It was in every supermarket line when you were checking out. It, and I didn't... No, I seen it well, one time anyway, all the way through. It came with two video cassettes, yeah, and uh, there was like an intermission and shit. Like, Wait, was there an intermission in at the movie, like in the movie theater? I don't think so. In the old days, there would have been because I mean, yeah. movies used to have intermissions all the time. Right. Um, if it was pushing an hour, they'd be like, "Yeah, thirty minutes in intermission, go get it." Come on, because <laughs> movies back then. Any, but any like Hollywood epic. You know, Sound of Music had an intermission. Oh, okay, yeah, alright. Yeah, every now and then it was like, I was back in like every now and then. All movies now average about two hours. Some of them are a lot more. I mean, it. the funny thing is like while as our attention spans get shorter, movies get longer, which <laughs> weirds me out. Like, That's a, I know, why is that? There's nothing that turns me on more than seeing a movie's runtime at 90 minutes. I'm oh. like, okay, this is the perfect amount of time. I'll still have my night after. Yeah, I love I that. don't have to sit here for three fucking hours and watch this thing. That's why I love documentaries. Because documentaries are... They're never know. more than an hour now. No, but now they started doing docu-series. Uh, yeah, that, what the fuck? I just want to watch one documentary. <laughs> I just want to watch one documentary. What's this docuseries? And usually the docuseries, there's a lot of filler in there that they could have cut out and made it one long documentary. Yeah, they, they, I mean, and I get it. They're trying to get it. And they're good. I'm not trying to say docuseries are bad. They're good. But why the fuck do they have to be three or four parts or, or five parts? Or even, I'm okay with two parts. But, and they're good. Like, we, we were talking about the... Um, the Richard Ramirez documentary, the uh, oh, it was uh, Night Stalker. Night Stalker, and then the the Cecil Hotel. Is that the same one? Those are different. I think it was a different one. Yeah, and we were into those. Yeah. But I was like, you know, we would check in with the, hey, where are you at right now? Oh, I'm, you know, I just got done with part two, and then, you know, one of them was like, oh, part two. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing. You ain't yet. seen nothing yet. It's like, and it's good, but at the same time, it's like, Jesus, I kind of want the shit to get, and they leave you with this, this cliffhanger where you're like fuck and so you're glued in yeah so that's the whole you know that's a netflix thing huh anyway (laughs) (laughs) i mean if you just want to make it a pop culture episode we could we could but we did kind of go into it just like you know well and it's a segue we can segue uh because you're very much into because 
the whole purpose too, and I said this on one of my first episodes, I, I, I said that I was not going to speak on politics in, in, you know, in this entire format, in this platform, because I'm not too familiar with, with politics. So I try not to talk about things that I don't really, I'm not that knowledgeable about, but you are, you've been very like well-versed in politics for for a lot, for a while now, right? Yeah, I, I've been into politics since I was about six. At the 2004 election is when I started getting into politics. Yeah. That, that, that whole era. Yeah. Um, and that was Bush's second term, right? Or no? That was Bush v. Kerry. Yeah, that was, so that was him going on into his second. Yep. Yeah. And I remember up until that point, I was very, like, apolitical. I had a few friends in high school who, like, listened to... Um, like political rock bands and shit and I would mm. give them shit like well, why do you just listen to like fun shit like why do you have to listen to this and uh, but somewhere along the line that year there's a few you know there's a few things that happened where I was just like um, man this is really fucked up oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't and every part of me wants to not care about politics but it's I let I I follow politics on two levels. First of all, the cultural impact of elections is undeniable. Anybody mm-hmm. who says it doesn't matter if you vote is full of shit. Even if even if it doesn't matter on the federal level, which it still does, it matters locally. So anybody who just doesn't vote, I, I have no, there's no excuse for that. Mm. Um, but also, I've always liked, and probably a little less lately with how divisive it's gotten. But I also love the pageantry of politics. I used to love like. The conventions and the nomination process and the debates. I mean, obviously, this past year I couldn't, you know, I couldn't watch the debates Jesus. without having a fucking heart attack. I, I watched yeah. the first debate and I, I mean, I could literally like I was tingling. <laughs> I, you, I was too, man. Yeah. Um, but I love that. Like, I'll my idea of a nice night in is watching like you know. Uh, Ford versus Carter debate in 76 and you know I just love like all that like I just love the the yeah I love the pageantry of it I did anyway now it's kind of ruined but <laughs> is it ruined because I'm I that part of what you just said like the way I, you talk about it makes politics interesting to me it, that's why like there was something about that first when we you know we're talking about the you know the past election with that first just infamous debate between Trump and Biden, something about that, even though that kind of like worked everyone up a little, something was very intriguing about that. So I'm wondering, is it going away or is it just, is are we, is it evolving into something that either we, we want or we don't want? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I... Because it definitely made me interested in the second debate I, to the point to where I was like, okay, I want to know when the next debate is because I'm debating on if I want to even watch that shit. Yeah. I, I, I don't think... I ended up watching, like, the highlights of the second debate, but I, I yeah. didn't watch it live. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. Because I... What am I going to learn? Yeah. I already know who I'm voting for. I already know where I stand. And honestly, that's another thing. Undecided... If you're undecided in fucking October, <laughs> get your shit together, man. Like... And I know the argument. Oh, they're all the same. Like, I don't know how... You know what? Just get your shit together and... I mean, the debate shouldn't really matter. You should know where you fucking stand, especially yeah. when there's an incumbent president. Like this. Yeah. But you know, people are people, and yeah. and I get it. You know, I've 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 been 
you know, I've gotten into debates with people and, and they say, you know, some people, they're too busy. They're, you know, they're wrapped up in their lives and they have a lot of stuff going on. I'm like, I get it. Just a quick Google search. Something. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, something where you're, you're, you're not, um, you're not, you know, reducing it to a, either a third grade popularity contest or mm-hmm. some sort of, you know, I, I, I know people who voted for Trump or who probably voted for Trump who... <laughs> If they really examined the issues, there's no reason they should be voting for Trump. They did it based on personality. They did it right. based on he's a real man. Right. They didn't do it based on the issues. And that's the problem I have with a lot of Trump people. It's the people on the left have this reputation as, you know, the, the old adage is, you know, the right, you know, the right uses their brain, the left uses their heart. Yeah. I think it's kind of flipped, honestly. Yeah. I think, um, you know, the right is very reactionary. Um, it's very matter of fact with the right, like, uh, no, I, I mean, um, not matter of fact, what is the, it, with, uh, condescending almost. Well, I'm, I, the other thing, the reason I'll never vote for a Republican, I voted for a Republican one time in my life, it was Chris Christie in 2013, and it was because I knew he was going to win anyway, and my friend the night before said, you'll never vote for a Republican, so I did it just to say, one time I uh, voted okay. for a Republican. I was going to say, is that a Jersey and, thing? And, and <laughs> is at, that why you went for Chris yeah, Christie? And at the time, and at the time... And at the time, I didn't hate Chris Christie as much. He had just come off that, like, kumbaya thing with Obama after Hurricane Sandy. Yeah. We should probably mention I'm from New Jersey. That's why I voted for Chris Christie. Uh, (laughs) That's (laughs) true. Random as some California just talking about voting for Chris Christie. I know, like, where the hell that's going from? Gubernatorial election. um, And I'll never vote for a Republican. I I knew I would never vote for a Republican the day they nominated Sarah Palin to be vice president. That was such an insult to anybody with intelligence, anybody who believed in rational thought, anybody who believed in science, anybody who believed anything. The fact that that party fucking did that, I'm like, I will never, ever vote for this party. And that seems calm and 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 quaint compared yeah. to what they did uh, eight years later. In the Trump, yeah. Yeah. yeah the Trump era. That, yeah. It's almost like that whole thing kind of came and went, the whole Sarah Palin thing. Yeah, I mean, the one... If God, there were one, celebrities that were just taking her ass well, there's the cleaners, Jesus. It's, thankfully, she's in the where are they now file, because... <laughs> where the fuck is she now? What is, is she still in Alaska? Where is I mean, well, no, she quit being the governor of Alaska because it got too hard for her. Jesus. Um, but that's the moment I knew that it was no longer two sides with um, different views. To me, it was one... I don't want to call the Democrats rational. I'm not, I'm not a Democrat, and but I, I'm, I'm not going to be one of those people who pretends to be an. Of course, I vote for the Democrat all the time because it's the best option we have. Mm. But that's when I realized that the Republican Party is no longer a viable party. Like, it's now you rational know. people on one side. Right. Not, not, not there. You know, okay, I can't completely write off someone who would vote Republican. There are people who vote Republican for economic reasons. Right. Um, I would call the, most of them greedy fucks, but they're not necessarily stupid. Um, but I have always said you either have to be greedy or a fucking moron to vote Republican. One or the other. In you know, at least at least at least greedy when it comes to your money. I I I, I know some conservatives who are very nice people, and yeah. it's hard to hate them. Yeah. You know, and I I'm a hypocrite. You know, like I. 
I retain, you know, I talk shit about people who vote for Trump, but I still know some people. And, oh, yeah. I know um, good people that have voted for Trump. But at the same time, it's hard to justify why you would do that, especially, you know, especially if you're not rich. If you're not, I mean, I just, I, I would love to, you know, if, I would love to just, I've had, unfortunately, very few face-to-face interactions with these people. I went, I went down to uh, to uh, observe the the protests at the Capitol last year, and I, I had a few brief interactions. But, um, you know, I don't meet that many because, you know, I'm not, um, you know, jerking off to my pickup truck with my ten <laughs> Trump flags on the parking lot with a bunch of people. <laughs> But uh, I don't think I attract those types of people. Um, but what I would love to ask is, like, what has he done for you other than make you feel good about hating a group of people? Like, And I'm not yeah. even talking about the racism. I'm talking about the left, hating the left. Yeah. We, you know, we get this constant, um, this constant talking point that the left are elitist, the left are this, the left, the left look down on the working man, this and that. Yeah. But the any there when's the last time the right wing did anything for the working man? Probably the seventies, maybe. So, Are you talking about a presidential a candidate, a presidential candidate? No, right or Congress. Or? Like, I mean, when's yeah. the last time like the right really took up an initiative to help out poorer middle class people? It doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, and the Democrats are no prize either, and the fucking Democrats suck. I get it, but. I mean, so what it, would you what would you refer like? Because you're not you know, you're not definitely not Republican. How would you I classify yourself liberal or um, a leftist so or? I I subscribe to social democracy, so I, I call myself a social so, democrat, small d, which okay. has nothing to do with the Democratic Party. My basic philosophy is capitalism is great for wants; it's not great for needs. Uh, mm-hmm. so every, uh, I have no problem with capitalism, small businesses, great, uh, food stores, restaurants, everything. Uh, there is no justifiable reason why healthcare should be privatized or education. Mm-hmm. Um, well, education, it, I'm not saying ban private, uh, schools. I just mean there should be public options where somebody can go to school for free. If right, right. Um, so basically my philosophy is, and it's in line very much with the Scandinavian countries, is um, if you want it, capitalism takes care of it. If you need it, socialism takes care of it. So I, mm. I want a hybrid, but it's still more capitalistic than it is socialist. Um, and, yeah. you know, I don't have to point out we already have, you know, there's a great quote by somebody um, that if we try to institute the public school system as it is today it would never happen like people would be like no you can't that the the government controlling schools no every school has to be a private religious based or uh um you know um the same thing with libraries like thank god libraries went in like fucking uh uh, public libraries Mm -hmm. thank god like that happened when it did thank god thank god fucking when did that happen when did libraries become public uh, I have no idea. 
Yeah. Um, that's a good... A, a long time ago. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Definitely um, before we were born, I would, I would think. But then my man, uh, LBJ, one of my favorite presidents, mm. uh, launched um, public television. And thank that God for that, because Johnson. that would never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> that line, son of a bitch, Johnson. I don't know if you know all the ins and outs of LBJ, but... Uh, no, no. Yeah, that, he had a nickname for a certain part of his body, and it was Jumbo. <laughs> Gee, I wonder which part. And, the, and there's... <laughs> this is your favorite president of all time. I don't know if he's my favorite, but he's definitely in my top five. He, and, uh, he definitely a, has some one-liners. There's a well. He also used to call in reporters to watch him take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> and he would he would do a press conference from the bathroom on the toilet. Did he really? Yep. Just to like. I know. I don't know enough about because he took over when Kennedy got assassinated. Yep. Yeah, I guess yep. I don't know enough about. Oh, he was a fucking watch uh, all the way with uh, Brian Cranston. There's, there's okay. There's two movies that came out with him recently. One with Woody Harrelson, one with Brian Cranston. I haven't seen the Woody Harrelson one. It didn't get great reviews. The Cranston one's amazing. Yeah. It focuses more on. So he's a very he has a very mixed legacy. On the one hand, Vietnam right was totally fucked right. in large part because of him. But on the other hand. Even though, by all accounts, he got into politics as a pretty bigoted guy, he's the one who got JFK's uh, landmark uh, civil rights legislation through, and he's the one who actually like brought it to fruition. So he has this mixed legacy of doing horrible things internationally, but domestically probably passing the most important legislation maybe in the country's history, yeah. just through sheer intimidation. He would he would do something called the Johnson treatment where he was really tall. He'd just like get up in yeah. someone's personal space and just go, I think you're going to vote for that. Yeah. I think you are. <laughs> so, I heard he was kind of, he kind of looked a little, you know. Oh, I he, didn't was know he was really intimidating. A really yeah, tall he, guy yeah. uh, from Texas. Had a he's a Texas son, yeah, he's a southern guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he, I mean, he looks like a southern sheriff, basically. And yeah. I think he was like 6'4 or something. That's, um, even for today's standards, that's big. And he, you know, nobody... I, I can't figure out who the real Johnson is, because some people was like, <laughs> he's this sociopath who, like, he did good things, but he just did it for self-aggrandizement. But then, like, I've seen some interviews with him where he seems like a human being, so it's hard, <laughs> it's hard to tell. Uh, but... Uh, it might have been his thing, though, just to throw people off. Like, Yeah, there's this great, there's this great audio of him uh he's on the phone with his tailor i think and he's talking about his pants and he goes we can get those refitted so uh my balls don't uh, my balls don't get caught up in the you know i don't like my balls, I don't like my balls <laughs> but i think i don't know just with my stance in politics like i i just it it kind of bothers me when i hear people say that they they want a, a down to earth president that they can like relate to and just but I don't want to I I just was always like I never was no you shouldn't want to relate I, to the president no I don't want to I relate would sleep to better at night knowing the president is a ruthless task not a ruthless but a taskmaster yes a bookworm who I, knows way more than I can way ever way more know. than I I don't want him sitting next to me at the bar having a yeah. beer no we need to be fucking running the country why are you sitting right here you shouldn't be chilling right now it's very unnerving to know. For four years at least, that I was smarter than the president. Because I Ugh. know that I'm not smart enough to be president. You're right. No, <laughs> that was what was so weird about these last four years. Is that, I mean, honestly, I, I might even, yeah, not even might. I would. I'd match my wits with Biden. Like, I, I, I just think that. The, no, I don't think Biden's a, 
a, uh, a scholar either. No. I think I think he's. Uh, I've heard him use more than one adjective in his life, <laughs> at least, <laughs> other than huge or terrific. Huge. I mean, even huge. Uh, They're wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing, you know, there's no cult of personality with Biden. There's nobody with Biden flags hanging yeah. up their cars. There's no yeah. Biden boat parades. Yeah. Because yeah. because most people who voted for Biden voted for him because he was the saner option, not because yeah. they, they love him and want to uh, no. uh, worship at his feet like some of these freaks uh, in the Trump camp. And, you know, I don't have to tell you that I don't have a lot of sympathy for Trump people. I think a lot of, even people on the left, you know, at least the mainstream left, like MSNBC, mm-hmm. will occasionally, like, make a point, like, well, you know, these Trump supporters, you know, they're down and out, and they just saw this guy, it's like, maybe their best hope. Mm-hmm. It's kind of bullshit when you look at the numbers. There's a lot of rich people, a lot of middle-class people, a lot of well-off people who voted for Trump. It's yeah. not just these down-and-out down people and out in Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's a part of it, and yeah. that's unfortunate because they never really had a chance at a good education, but that is not his whole base, and it's not even a majority of his base, so... I mean, where I come from, I mean, I come from New Jersey, and uh, people always do a double take when I say this, but New Jersey is the most affluent state. Um, mm, and, I didn't know that. And, I mean, you know, you'd go through affluent towns, you'd see Trump signs everywhere. Mm. Um, now, those are probably the more intelligent Trump supporters who are voting because they want lower taxes. Um, I would, again, classify them as the greedy fuck group. <laughs> Um, I would classify the fucking morons I went to school with in elementary school now who I see liking, you know, and then I, I have no sympathy for them either because I'm like, we had the same education. You had the same opportunities. You fucking blew it. You fell asleep in class, you dipshit, when you learned about fucking American history. So what, what, what Jer- I've never been to Jersey, but I know, I've heard, please correct me if I'm wrong, Jersey, there's a lot of... Uh, suburbs in jersey too no, no, right? i grew up in the suburbs right so it's not like this you know i don't know i don't necessarily i've just heard jersey i've heard someone say something that was pretty fucked up about like it's the armpit of of new york state and i was like what the fuck is it really like but then it's like you hear about like all these like there's amazing people that have come from jersey like actors, well, athletes. Well, it's also one of the most densely populated states. So even though it's tiny in size, there you know there's a ton of people who come out of there in because it's so. I mean that accounts for the traffic too. Like it's, yeah. it's just a bunch of people crammed into this really small, well, that's, small space. That's the whole tri-state area, though, isn't yeah. it? Just people just built up instead of out when they first you know thirteen colonies and all that's a whole history lesson. But yeah, yeah, people just you know it's like ah, just build up, man. We we don't know what the hell else is out. So let's just start up here. I mean, when you're, I mean, you've been to New York, I'm sure. It's, yeah. Oh, that's fucking nuts in New York. I'm like. It's almost unfair to call, like, where we live a city and New York a city. <laughs> New York because is right. it's like, it's another world. <laughs> New York is, I've I just been in one of those skyscrapers in there and just the, in Manhattan and just looking out of the building and just seeing all the other buildings like, geez. And this was after 9-11. Yeah. So, the you know, World Trade Center wasn't there, but, he, but still, it was like. Well, I had a realization the first time I went back after I moved out here. Um, I wanted to do a touristy thing. I wanted to go to the top of the New World Trade Center. Because yeah. um, I had been to the Twin Towers a bunch of times. And I'm like, oh, like, I'll come full circle. I'll, right. I'll, one time I'll go yeah. as a tourist just to see it. And just looking out at the fucking city. Like, I mean, I've been to the city a million times. But just like the sheer fucking 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, um, the, the density. The density. Of it. I mean, it's yeah, so yeah. heavy and packed. And New York and, is a spectacle. I mean, like, <laughs> Manhattan, it's, it's, it's like Manhattan should be one of the, yeah, you and, know, seven, one... And yeah, Manhattan's one of the not, in the world. It's not big. No. It's just so much shit packed in. You, I mean, you can't see the ground when you're up there. No. Like, it's fucking... No, there's just people and cars and fucking... I, we were talking about someone that we know that was talking about moving to New York. And it, as a retirement plan, it's like, huh, I, I'm years away from retirement. You know, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But... I'm in my 30s. The last place I'd want to move to was there. Like, I, I like visiting places like that, but... Yeah. And maybe it's just, you know, the city that I grew up in just didn't have that many people. So maybe that just is... I'm not the right person. Maybe if I lived in, like, Boston or Baltimore, Pittsburgh, yeah. another somewhat metropo- metropolitan city, that might work. Or San Francisco, Los Angeles, maybe. But I, you know... I remember... Early 2010s, there was a lot of people who were moving to SoCal from NorCal. And it was because, like, the economy was booming, jobs were moving. I just had no interest in moving out there. It just, yeah. It's just, I know I'm more of the, I like to stay where I'm, where I'm familiar with. So, but speaking of New York, since we're with politics right now, Cuomo's. I, 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 honestly, no, 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 I, I, I don't know. I just don't. I'm just kind of like, so did he just step down? And well, that apparently, was... he's not perverted. He's Italian. <laughs> That's why politics is just so. I, I, I don't know how because it's like, then something like that happens, and this guy just goes, "Well, I'm Italian." It's like, well, wait, well, huh? Wait, that's what this is what politician is. Are you? Yeah. Can you say that as a politician? Yeah, I mean, I. He always had a reputation as just like a really vicious, like almost like LBJ in a way, just like a bully. Mm. I didn't know. About I didn't the, know about the, the sexual that. harassment, and you know his his father was the governor of New York, right? Um, and then his 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 brothers on fucking yeah. <laughs> just nepotism all yeah. over fucking. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I I don't. I knew that he had a bad reputation. I didn't know until it came out that you know he was. You know, one of these potential Me Too people, but um, but honestly, you know, he's a prick. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't really that beloved before the allegations no, came mean, up. Like he, you know, he coasted on his name to a degree. Cool. You know, his father was a very popular governor, and his father was going to run for president in '92, and they thought he was going to be like the rival to Clinton. But it, wow, either really? he didn't end up running, or he dropped out. I don't think he ended up running, but. Um, I think my mom likes Mario Cuomo a lot. I think a lot of women like him that, which is also even more weird. Like, oh no, I'm talking about the dad, but oh, uh, okay, okay. But yeah, um, yeah, he was considered a rising star. I remember, um, you know, they were talking about him when Obama was president, like being like the next nominee after Obama was done for a while. Wait, are we talking about gov- former Governor Cuomo of New York, or are we talking about Daddy Cuomo? Uh, no, uh, former. Well, the former, even though technically he's still governor for another he's, weekend. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, they were talking about him, you know, uh, getting the nomination in 2016, but he, sure. never, he never even ran. I'll be honest, man. I didn't really follow Cuomo until Corona, until the yeah. COVID-19. They talking, and he was just on TV every fucking day, like every other governor in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I... I don't know, man. Like, I, I remember there was a thing in 1988 or sometime in the 80s. 
and you might know more about this than me, Jesse Jackson was putting his yeah, name was, in the hat. Was I that 88? I believe it was 88, oh. and one of his earliest, earliest supporters was a young, I don't think he was a congressman yet, a young mayor from Vermont named Bernard Sanders. Um, Heard of him. And I think, <laughs> I think, even though it probably wasn't Jesse Jackson's first inclination, I think based on that loyalty, he ended up endorsing Bernie Sanders this last election. Cause really? Now, oh, fuck, this motherfucker endorsed me when no, nobody wanted me to be president. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I think that was 88. Um, yeah. And then, I don't know if you remember when, uh, when Obama and Hillary were in that, like, long extended primary in 08 going at each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill I Clinton, followed that. Bill Clinton came under fire because Obama had won one of the southern states. And so Jesse Jackson actually won, I believe it was South Carolina in a primary, which, you know, nobody thought he would. And when Obama, I might have been South Carolina or one of the other southern states, Bill Clinton was asked about it. And he's like, oh, Jesse Jackson won too. So oh. like, everybody was like, oh, well, Bill Clinton's a fucking asshole. He's just <laughs> like, so that, that kind of... This is an 88? No, 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 this is when Obama ran in 08. He oh, okay. was referring to in 88 okay. when Jesse Jackson, uh, I, I think he won one state. I think it was South Carolina. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, I, I yeah, I, I mean, we, I could talk about politics all day. Yeah. I, I can talk about, it, like I said, on one end, like the pageantry and the history, and on the other end, like, these fucking Republicans. <laughs> I don't... I, and I guess that's my thing too. It's like, you know, this is it is complicated, and I and I agree with you on the fact that people, people who come up with excuses for not voting is you know it is bullshit. I'm not gonna lie. I was one of those people that was coming up with excuses on why I didn't want to vote in the 2016 election. But it was that it was bullshit. I could have at least voted locally. I did vote vote locally. Yeah, well, that's um, what I said. Like if you if you don't believe in either of the candidates for president. Then go there and leave that part blank. Yeah. You don't yeah, have yeah. to vote. You don't have to vote. Just that show me that you showed up. You right. know, that it's not laziness. Right, right. Um, well, and there's no reason now. It's like we're getting closer and closer to just to be everything online, like elections. Yeah. Like, well, really I don't know. I mean, I hope not because that's a surefire way for, for fraud. I mean, well, everything would have to be sewed up very tight. That's what I mean. Like, it, yeah. it seems like that's what they're trying to build towards so that they can get rid of these bullshit excuses of, like, people, like, you know, you saw it, like, up until this past election, there was reports of, like, Trump supporters, like, you know, manning voter booths, basically trying to look over shoulder, you know, they were trying to bully with guns and shit, and, you know, but... Yeah, and let's not forget the, uh, all the, uh, the votes that were stolen from Trump by uh, imaginary Jesus. Chinese food delivery drivers. <laughs> yeah, like, thousands that, of fucking votes. Some fucking hick in Florida might have, might have seen People still believe in that. That's why I'm like... I, Those yeah. are the people you just write off. I, you're like, you you're to. never going to reach them. Yeah. And I learned that the hard way. I used to argue with like the really far gone people. And now I'm like, okay, you have to show me you're at least somewhat living in reality before I'll engage with you. Yeah. If you're just totally... I mean, if you're QAnon or you're, <laughs> you know, whatever fucking bizarre shit they come out with the fucking alternate reality video game horse shit uh once once you mention that i'm out and i'm yeah. i'm not gonna gonna engage but yeah. it's it's um you know i i um 
I resent that there's a that there's one of and one of two political parties in this country that treats me like I'm a fucking moron. Or you know what I always say too? The Democrats have the courtesy to put efforts into their lies. Yeah. To to assume maybe what to to when they lie, they assume maybe in my lifetime I've read a book or a periodical. <laughs> maybe maybe they actually have to like gaslight me a little bit or throw me off the scent. The Republicans will literally I'll watch something they say and then five minutes later they'll be like, Of course we never said that. <laughs> That's a little bit hyperbole, but not that much. No, like, they'll literally no. just deny shit that yeah. I saw happen. Yeah. Like, I saw it. That's not even exaggerating. Like, literally, like, five, ten minutes later. I've like, seen Trump supporters deny stuff that he's on videotape yeah. saying. No, nah, he didn't say that. <laughs> no, nah, that's not what he meant. Yeah. And then, and then when you try to challenge them, yeah, that's that's where I'm with you. Like, you try to challenge that narrative, and then they're like, well, what makes you think that that's what he, that's what he meant? Oh, he's just playing three-dimensional chess. Uh, yeah, uh, like, oh, I, yeah. He's, my, I, my favorite that they came up with, uh, you know, remember the whole, uh, well, actually, Trump said it himself, The uh, when he just, you know, basically, um, you know, totally logically telling the American people to maybe it's a good idea to inject bleach into their veins. Um, and then he... Uh, but he goes, in the debate, he goes, that was sarcastic. Uh, First of all, it wasn't. But no. let's play his game. Let's say it was sarcastic. What the fuck <laughs> is the president doing being sarcastic about that during a goddamn pandemic? You fucking idiots. There was no sarcasm. I remember watching that. He even, he even, he was on the thing and he talked to one of his people off stage and was like, can we verify that that's what you can do? That we can yeah. drink the bleach or shoot the bleach? And I was like, this is amazing. This guy, I was almost, there was a point during the, the entire four years where I was just kind of like, okay, I know the narrative is like, we shouldn't like this guy, but he is doing something. I don't think he realizes there's something that he's doing that is somewhat intriguing to the point to where when you hear about him doing a press conference, him doing a speaking engagement, you just kind of got to go, what type, my dad and I were talking about, what type of dumb shit is he going to say this time? It's like a comedy act. So, but it's funnier when that person isn't leading the country. Right, that part. It just so happens to be that this fucker is the president of the United States, and we're like... If he wants to be an asshole to Rosie O'Donnell, whatever. Yeah, whatever, man. That was, you he, know, like, 20 years ago, you want to beat up Megyn Kelly and... You know, don't bring your shit into our world yeah. and fucking... Every day, was just waking up with, what the fuck did you, <laughs> what say, did you now? say now? What the fuck did you tweet now? And the other thing that really gets me, and I know we have to wrap up, but... Yeah. Uh, when this this thing that that all his sycophants say now, they're like, "Well, look look what Biden's doing." I bet you missed the mean tweets now. As if the only thing wrong with Trump oh were his mean tweets. Jeez. It wasn't the fucking Muslim ban. It wasn't um him giving away uh national secrets. It wasn't no. him uh kicking uh attempting to kick trans people out of the military. Mm. It wasn't him saying that a judge couldn't. Uh, the other thing is, these, these, these people, these people, I love when they try to say he's not racist because they think they think they have it covered. They think, oh, okay. Um, what did he really say that was racist? He said Mexicans are rapists. Well, that's not technically racist. I don't even go with that shit. You know what no. I go with? I go with the fact he literally said. <laughs> this judge cannot decide my case because he is of Mexican ancestry. 
That Jesus. is racist. And you don't have to be wearing a fucking hood or burning a fucking cross to be racist. Look up the definition, assholes. You don't even... Here's a shocker. You don't even have to be aware that you're a racist to be a racist. Just like you don't have to be aware that you're an asshole to be an asshole. And they're all assholes. <laughs> okay, we got... <laughs> it was just a good point to um, wrap it up. We are wrapping up, but I just kind of wanted to add a little thing thing at the end. Um, this, I think it... it it's it's just a jump like politics to me is like it's such a jungle it's so it's so so many layers to it and sometimes it's hard for me to keep up with you know like luckily i'm i i can go to people i can go to people like you like my girlfriend's kind of invested in it and there's other people that are like more savvy about it that you know i'm i'm around and they can get me to it but i just kind of just go man it's it's there's so many ways i don't like it when people think that politics purely politics and i think this is kind of why I, I it's hard for me to get vested in it i just personally don't think that politics is our way out of whatever type of troubles that we have not just politics it's a part of it but i mentioned like um you know in my last episode it was like in regards to volunteering like that was something that i feel like what we do on a daily basis is the most important thing and not just us not like we're you know patting ourselves on the back every day because we don't do that we just do what we do because we feel like it's the right thing and but i feel like politics is so mainstream now that it feel it's almost as if there's these people there's this group of people that that watch fox news every day or cnn and msnbc and they feel like that they're doing their part to make this yeah. world a better place by picking up all the knowledge from that yeah and those are all bad i don't i don't i don't seek out confirmation bias like I don't, right. I don't watch msnbc i don't watch cnn um do i think they're less bad than fox news yeah because they're less sensational yeah. and there are you know don lemon's a bit of a sensation i get it yeah. but he's not i'm sorry he's not in the same league as sean Han sean hannity is a he's a <laughs> cancer growing on america's ass we could do a whole i could do a whole episode of fucking sean hannity's bullshit over the years but wait carlson though what about tucker carlson well does anybody remember when everybody hated Tucker Carlson, the left and the right? When he, he was on MSNBC yeah. in the mid-2000s, he wore this fucking dorky bow tie. <laughs> everybody hated him. Jon Stewart, like, reamed his ass when yeah. on his CNN show. Oh, like, he did go on his show before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he reamed him and Paul Begala's ass. Oh, I um, yeah. And I thought, you know, at the time, one thing both sides could come together to agree on was that Tucker Carlson was a piece of shit. <laughs> But now that's become a political, just like science, yeah. Tucker Carlson's douchiness has become a political <laughs> issue. <laughs> oh, by the way, Tucker Carlson, Mr. Uh, Man of the People, is the heir, <laughs> the heir to the Swanson dinner fortune. Oh, so, he is. So, he told me again, fuck all of you people yeah. who actually take his word that he gives a fuck about you. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying... <laughs> Voices on the left give a fuck about me because I don't live my life that way. I don't need a fucking person to look up to, but fuck you. Jesus. That guy sucks. I did. Where's the lie? Where's the lie? Oh, uh, Carlson. <laughs> I just, I kind of started listening to it, not listening to him, but just, I guess, pay more attention to him over the past couple years just because, again, he's, it's like Trump, but at least I can be entertained a little by Trump, by Tucker Carlson because. You know, just his facial expressions and his mannerisms and just his, you know, his matter-of-fact 
delivery is just no. kind of somewhat of, something about it is where you kind of go, you know that this is a guy that maybe not maybe he hasn't been punched in the face enough of in, in his life. I mean, talk about punchable faces. Oh golly, are you kidding? Like, and I'm not. It's not a thing, you know. Whatever, whoever listening, that we're not, you know, a, we're not advocating violence. Exactly. If it happens. <laughs> I'm just not gonna shed a tear. Yeah. If we, oh, uh, Tucker Carlson got punched in the face no. at Applebee's the other day. I didn't day, even like, want anything to happen to Trump, mostly because I didn't want him to be a martyr. No, I didn't it's that part. And, and but it, then it's also I don't have any desire for any of these political figures to get hurt or any or you know violent. I don't. I didn't want. I remember people were saying that because people were saying that about Obama when he got into office. Like, oh, somebody needed needs to do something to him. Like, no. So and it's. I feel like I'd be hypocritical if I said, you know, oh, well, Trump is... No, I don't want Trump to get killed, like, yeah. or anything bad to happen to him. I just want his ass out of office. I mean, to play devil's advocate, Obama wasn't trying to destroy democracy. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's why I was like, well, look, if I'm being fair, then... But at the same time... Obama, Obama was... that's an, Obama was a middle-of-the-road... Bill Clinton 2.0 politician right. who had a funny name and people <laughs> wanted to call him certain words, but they couldn't. So they settled on socialists and communists, even though now I'm pretty sure he gives like speeches to Wall Street. So yeah. if he was a communist, he was a really shitty one. Uh, he does give speeches at Wall Street now. Of course now, he right? does. Yeah. He's, he's just, he's Bill Clinton. Yeah. He's, he's a more... Uh, he's economic and he... he... He understood I mean, economics. I mean, I, the other tough pill to swallow is Joe Biden is way too Obama's left so far as president. And Joe Obama's uh, Joe Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden is not far left, and I get why he is. You know, it, it's a different era. He has to be, yeah. but you know, he's governing to Obama's left because of you know. Uh, do I think Obama was more left than how he acted as president? Yeah. I think he thought, you know, I can't be too radical. I'm the first black president, you know, yeah. the, the whole, um, the whole deal like that. But um, you know, Obama, the, this notion that Obama is this far left icon. I mean, anybody actually on the far left would fucking <laughs> laugh in your face if you said that. Do you think? And I, we'll wrap it up with this, just with Obama. Do you? Does it make sense to you now why Obama picked Biden as his as his VP? Because I personally didn't get it. I was like, why? I didn't get it at the time. Uh, I mean, it was obviously to get more of that blue-collar white vote. Right. Um, he, you know, Biden, especially at the time, was seen as this, like... It's funny now, because now, you know, the right views him as this radical, but back in the day, he was seen as, like, this just everyman guy. Yeah. Which he was to a certain extent. People don't remember that Biden was... At one point, ranked the poorest member of the U.S. Senate. Like he wasn't even a millionaire. Really? You know, he was. He was. He was. He had blue collar roots. You know, he was a full of shit politician like anybody. But you know, Bernie Sanders was more of a. a Bernie Sanders. Now, I mean, now they're probably both millionaires. But for a while, Joe Biden was not even. I mean, he gave an interview at the end of Obama's term where he was telling Obama he was going to have to sell his house to pay for his son's medical bills and Obama told him he'd, he'd give him the money. Like, Biden oh. didn't have the money to, like, save his house. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he was seen as this, like, kind of 
rural white man whisperer kind of guy. Yeah. Um, you know, he's from Scranton, Pennsylvania. He's he's he takes the train. He wears aviators. He roll, He literally <laughs> rolls, rolls up his sleeves. sleeves. He likes ice cream a lot. Oh, yeah, you know, he says embarrassing shit. You know, he. You know, in in any like he's every man. He's in the every any, man. In any reality other than the bizarre one we're living with, Biden would just be like the president that nobody would like or hate. He would just be the, the guy be that's that president. Guy. Yeah. But for some reason, like a whole segment of the country thinks he's the antichrist <laughs> because uh, he thinks oh, maybe like we shouldn't hate like certain groups of people or like maybe we should like help out uh working families yeah yeah just a little bit maybe well, let's give him 300 up <laughs> carl marx over here <laughs> <laughs> it is amazing that you know it's oh. it's it's like it i always say if i lived in another country i probably wouldn't be considered that far left but in this country i'm i'm far left radical just by default because the fucking Overton window is so far to the goddamn right that, you know, the Democratic Party is not a left-wing party, save for a few people. You know, save for AOC, Bernie Sanders, and a couple other people, it's not a left-wing party. It's It's, at best, center. But in this country, you know, where might is right and conservative values shall (laughs) win the day... They're seen as the left-wing party, and the Republicans are just, you know... I mean, they're naked fascists now. We don't even have to <laughs> pretend that they're anything, but that's the one good thing about Trump. He he made them pull back their mask of... Uh, oh, everybody's exposed now. Yeah, yeah. He made, he, he, and all the evangelicals who pretended to be holier than now. We all knew they were yeah. full of shit, yeah. but now we know for a fact that they, they don't give fuck one about anything they read that Jesus did in the Bible. Yeah. All they want is this fucking strong man to fucking lay down the law and... They want a daddy, mm-hmm. and uh, Trump is their daddy, <laughs> and uh, they're pathetic worms, and, uh, I, you know, but I, I want to be diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he ain't running for any offices anytime soon. We should end this before <laughs> I offend everybody that's listening. Oh, Lord. Well, let's hope not. I, if anything, there's probably been people that were offended in past episodes. <laughs> I could think of a few, but... <laughs> but, all right, yeah, cool, man. Appreciate this. Yeah. Um... Thank you all for joining, everyone, for making it through uh, uh, part, yeah, I guess part two. Um, this is an extension of it. Usually they don't last longer than an hour, but we made an exception, made it work. Mr. Karen, thank you, my friend. Thank you, Troy. A lot of fun. Hope to be back. Yeah. We can run this back anytime, man. Well, anytime when we have time. We yes. both have very busy schedules. Troy, but, Troy inform me, I, what was your quote? I work like a Jamaican? You work like, yes. Karen is a white man that literally works like a West Indian Jamaican. Like, <laughs> he's got like, he works more than me. That's my I, favorite quote, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. So <laughs> yeah, keep be it cautious. To keep it, you know, it's kind of, you know, whatever. I, don't I have know. to always attribute it to you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's cool. That's fine. Whatever. It's with me, it's cool. I can't speak for everyone else out there. It'll be all right with it. But anyway, thank you all for uh, listening. Tune in next time. Peace.